Welcome to Shit Gets Real. I'm Selena Steele. I'm Tony Hedstrom, and this is episode six. And we are talking about some market statistics that'll blow your mind. The Tampa real estate trends. Whoa. Crazy. So the first one we want to point out is, what's that? Months of supply. (laughs) She can't read. Oh, wait, she can read. She just can't see. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, so, okay. So what constitutes a healthy market? Like how many months of supply should be on the market for a healthy market? Three. At least three, Mm -hmm. right? Three or four. When was the last time that we actually had three months worth of inventory Um, in the Tampa market? 2019. March, March. March of 2019. Yes. And um, it's kind of been pretty downhill ever since then. Mm-hmm. You know, in January of 2021, we had, what's that say? Uh, 1.26 months of inventory. So what does that mean when someone says, well, I have three months of inventory, 1.2 months of inventory? It literally means that if not another house came on the market, the demand would swallow up every house mm-hmm. that's for sale in that amount of time. Right. Right? So if you have three months worth of inventory, the houses would be gone in three months. We'd be out of, we'd be sold yeah. out. 1.26. That's how long it takes. And now in January, excuse me, in May. May. 0.67. 0.67 <laughs> of a month. That's crazy. How many days is that? 0.67 of a month. Okay. If an if average <laughs> month is 30, let's just say 30 days, half of that would be 15. So we're talking like 17, 18, 18 days. days. No listings. 20? 20 days. 20 days. And no listings, no new listings on the market. The demand would gobble them up in 20 stinking days. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Wow. That's a 75% decline in just Just one one year year. compared to last May in 2020, right? Which is when we were just at the height of the pandemic with Mm, COVID. Right. Crazy. And here's the graph that proves what we're Mm -hmm. saying is true. It's a real graph. Yep. From a real source. The next statistic we're going to talk about is... Days on market. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Days on market. That's another interesting one. Because um, we had a question this morning, and it's a really good question. And that is, is when you're looking at the average days on market, what does that compute? Mm -hmm. I mean, is that the amount of time the house was on the market? Is that, does that include loan time and the time to close and things like that? So basically, what our MLS will track is active and cumulative days on the market, but those days stop counting once a property goes pending. Now it does also track days to close. Mm -hmm. That's a separate count and that's not included on the days on, uh, on market search Search. Mm -hmm. or when you're you know computing that right so when we tell you that the average days on market is x that does not include the time period to get to closing so in 2019 you know it started out pretty normal because we've the trend is you know selena and i've been together how long i sent you that facebook thing six years did you see that yes you sent up this really corny cute um want to introduce you to Headstrom and Stam Home Solutions Facebook. You, you know what? That actually oh, didn't, I, I saw you tagged me in it, but it was our Facebook page to date. So I was like, oh, I wonder why she's tagging me in that. Oh no, it was you. It was a it was a memory of you oh. sending out this. I'm so excited that to is, introduce oh, how cute. Headstrom and Stam Home Solutions. Back when I was so 
nice and eager. not callous. <laughs> um, just kidding. But anyway, so, so we've been together long enough long. that together we know this trend personally, yeah. and that is that um, January and February are kind of those slow. slow times of year. Now, don't get me wrong. When we'd come off of Christmas break, we would hit the ground oh, yeah. running. But when you're showing buyers, which one? When you're showing buyers in in January, you're not going to close till the end of February or what comes after February? March. March. So, yeah. So you're basically what's happening is is you're not showing and selling properties in December. December. Therefore, you have no closings in January, mm -hmm. right? So you've got everybody, you know, concentrating on the holidays. They're not out looking at houses. Sellers have decided to wait to list until after the holidays. That all creates and January and February right. to be a little bit slower in and then so a lot of times it'd be the day after Christmas. Okay, we're ready. Yeah, you know, we're like, yeah. okay, let's do this. So you know, in 2019 it was pretty average. You know, house in January and February the houses were on the market 30. What's that say? 33 30 to, to th 33 to 39 days. Okay, so just under 40 days. Mm -hmm. And then for the rest of that year, you know, they, they did go down and where the average was less than 30 days for the remainder mm -hmm. of the year, right? Again, in 2020, the same thing kind of happened. Up. Mm -hmm. You know, January and February, the days on market went up a little bit. Um, and then what happened? COVID. March 13th. But that week is when it happened. Yeah, we were, because our anniversary, my husband and I, is March 6th. Yeah. And we went out to dinner, and that was like the last time you could we've go. ever been to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last time we've ever been. <laughs> really? Like, you haven't been out to dinner since? Not with my husband. <laughs> with my husband. I go every week with my dad. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, COVID hit. The brakes put on. We, we took about a week. Where we didn't really do, we, uh, we were still working behind the scenes, but yeah. we weren't actively out with anybody. Right, right. Because everyone was trying to figure out what to do, yes. for, you know, what's the... How to operate. How to operate, you know, and... What's the protocol. That's right. Everybody was kind of in this frenzy of COVID. So, um, but that did not last it long. It did not last Because long. by August of 2020, the average days on market was only 17 mm -hmm. days. So... I think what we're seeing today, which is this severe deficit of homes, the .67 months of inventory, started with COVID because sellers just kind of put the brakes on. You yeah. know, more sellers were scared to move or couldn't move because of that. We're working home from home, you know, teaching, you know, having school at home. All these things were happening, and it really stopped the people moving just to yeah. move. Um, but then, on the other hand, you had these people from uh, other states who were trying to escape some more harsh COVID restrictions. Coming here, Or yeah. they were working remotely and looked like they were going to work remotely for a long time, so why not live in somewhere like Florida? But you wanted to. Yep. It you know, opened up a lot of opportunity for people that have always wanted to move here but couldn't do to work. Well, working remotely opens that up. So, yeah. So, the demand started growing mm -hmm. in the middle of COVID, mm -hmm. but inventory was declining in the middle of COVID. Right. And since then, it's been going down pretty steadily. Yeah. Um, Demand up, inventory yep, down, down. creates seller's market. Mm -hmm. And right now, as of May 2021, the average days on market is five. Five days. <laughs> if you see anything that's like 11 days, you're like, what the hell's wrong with that house? Yeah, Why is this still in the market? House. What's going on? That's 78% just from May. Yeah. It's a 78% change mm -hmm. just from May of 2020. Can you believe that? Five days. On the Cinco. Market. Unreal. Real graph. 
real data right here. Okay. What's this one? Median sale price. Oh. Yep. All right. So when I first got into Florida, it was um, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, moved in the summer moved into our house that summer and uh, I think I really put my feet on the ground with real estate Mm -hmm. here in 2011 having come from Texas the average price of a home was like 110,000 wow where I lived and Mm -hmm. did business so when I came here I was real excited that the average price of a home was 150 yeah (laughs) you can't find that now um and so when I I moved here in 2007 and um it was in that weird 2007 2008 market crash mm-hmm. time there were a lot of short sales a lot of foreclosures yeah. we all of a sudden my husband and I were like yeah let's look for a house you couldn't get a loan you couldn't do anything real estate agents were like we nobody called you back I, there was one that wanted to actually help us and he basically said you guys it's just not happening like yeah. nobody's gonna buy a house I mean, you could get this beautiful five-bedroom house uh, health with a pool. <laughs> house with a pool. House with a pool. <laughs> beautiful for $130,000. That Now that house, it'd be interesting. I remember that address. It'd be interesting to yeah, check on it. Yeah, check see. on that. Um, but that was probably the worst time to actually start looking to buy a house because you couldn't do it. And I remember when I started my career, see, coming from Texas, it was kind of, it's almost like, I'd had this break in real estate at the perfect time. So my husband, you know, retired in 2008 from the military and he pretty much did the job search thing and, you know, took about a year to kind of figure out, you know, where he was going Mm. and what he wanted to do. And so I wound down my career in El Paso just in time, just as shit hit the fan. But we sold a house in El Paso, so we got hit as the sellers. Mm-hmm. That was tough. We actually had to write a check at closing. Oh. It was bad. So I've been there. That's not nice. Yeah. But then we had, we had to benefit as a buyer mm-hmm. here because values were, were uh, everything was undervalued because of short sales and foreclosures at the time. And I remember thinking as I started my career here, 2011, 2012, that things were undervalued. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this, this is really cheap. Like these houses should be right. more than that. And so as values started to grow, I was excited. I'm like, yeah, this is good. It's a healthy market, you know, less distressed properties on the market. Mm -hmm. Values are going up. You know, our buyers would close and we'd be excited to tell them, you know, as we spoke to them over the uh, consecutive years after that, you know, about their equity and how it's growing. And then it just kept growing and growing Mm -hmm. and growing. That reminds me of a cartoon character. What cartoon character just kept growing and growing? Was it an elephant or a penguin? The guy with the bean sprout guy. Jack, well, then he grow, or he climbs up the sprout, whatever. His sprout grew. Yeah, his sprout grew. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Anyway, you're be curious anyway, about this you're like, thing you're talking about. Okay, you can stop now. I mean, because as a real estate agent and a homeowner, I want to see your equity grow. Yeah, yeah. That makes people excited to buy houses, and they call us, and we buy houses, and mm-hmm. we close houses, and we get a paycheck, and yeah. it's awesome, right? Everything's nice and happy. Everybody's happy. But at some point, you're like, this shit has got to slow down because yeah. ultimately, ultimately, it can get so high. I mean, if you, if inflation is if people's income is not keeping up with that, I mean, if if salaries are staying the same, everything's staying the same, but the cost of everything is going up. It just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's not sustainable. So, you know, fast forward five years, which would put us somewhere around 2015. Yep. 
you know, home the average home value around here was about two fifty. You know, that's a hundred thousand dollar growth mm -hmm. in that average in five years. Mm -hmm. Pretty dramatic. And then uh, just a year after that, they'd gone from two seventy up to 270 okay. or so so you kind of had that natural appreciation i've been telling people this my entire career that what you should expect when you buy real estate not as an investment not as a flipper but to buy real estate and actually live in there is a natural healthy equity increase Gross. that's why you buy a house that's why it's called the american dream you know you buy a house you put a down payment mm -hmm. or not whatever you do you make your payments every month so your principal balance is going down but at the same time the value of your asset is going up mm -hmm. so you're creating that gap between what you owe and what it's worth that's your nest egg right it's like fundamental investment for every person is to own a home so you know going from 150 to 250 to 270 you know that's really yeah. freaking good mm -hmm. but then it jumped in may of 2021 21. it was already up to three hundred and twenty thousand dollars is our average sales price Jeez. here so in the course of that amount of time in the course of 11 years what costs what you spend to buy one house you could sorry boom what you spend to buy one house, you could have bought two mm. houses 11 years ago. That shit's real. It's right here. Real data. See that? It's crazy. So that is the real estate market. In a nutshell. <laughs> In a nutshell. <laughs> hey, contact us if you have any questions of your own about the market. Maybe what you, you know want our opinion on what the market's yeah, going to do, do. How much equity do you have? Yeah, we could tell you, you that. Know. We could do all kinds of yeah. stuff if you call us. Okay, so make sure that you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Lots of great information there. Absolutely. And we will see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.